At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin the Friday edition of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. I got the wide collar going on this casual Friday. Got to clean it up a little bit. Uh, boy, we got a good show today. Calvin Watkins is going to join us here uh, in the first hour, right, right at the top of the second hour, rather. From the uh, Dallas Morning News to talk about the Cowboys and the Bucks as they get ready for their Sunday night tilt. New news coming out on the, uh, we were speculating about Tom Brady, where he was. We had Scott Smith on earlier this this week. And maybe there really is trouble with Tom Brady and Giselle. And we'll see if that affects how we look at the Buccaneers going forward. We'll get to that later. Uh, but let's get to what we saw last night. Obviously, game number one is in the books. The Buffalo Bills easily just mollywop the LA Rams last night. 31 to 10, easily cover the two and a half, not a problem. If you had the Bills minus one in the first half, like yours truly, you're going, how in the hell did I lose that? But you do because they had three turnovers of Buffalo Bills in the first half, one inside the two minute warning that led to a 58 yard field goal at the gun by Matt Gay at the uh, end of the first half. That's how the tie happened. But really, the big story here is what's up with the Rams? You look at the numbers today, okay? Remember, the Rams were the betting favorites to win the NFC West this yep. time in our conversation yesterday. Amal, they are no longer the betting favorite. Now the Niners are the betting favorite to win the NFC West. It's that DraftKings plus $1.40. How about the Rams? Now you can get them plus a buck fifty-five. Is this an overreaction by the books, or do you think this is a smart move by the books to say, you know what? We're not going to give out that that price anymore on the Niners. We're going to shorten them and elongate the Rams. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm straddling the fence, but I think you have to give some credit to the fact that they lost the game, so that impacts them in the standings, and they're already a game back of San Francisco, Arizona, and Seattle. But on the flip side, this Buffalo Bills team last night looked like, hey, guys, um, we're we're trying to go sixteen and one here, seventeen and zero. I mean, they looked unbelievable. You look at the first couple of mistakes in terms of interceptions, quote unquote. They weren't Josh Allen's fault. First one certainly was not. No. And then you have a rookie that drops the ball in the first half on his first carry ever in the NFL, and then the one right before the half. That's the only one you can really hang on Josh Allen. But to your point, find me a game they're going to be an underdog. Find me a game when you look at the schedule for the Buffalo Bills that they're going to be an underdog. Because again, people went, "Oh wow, two and a half on the road." Uh, I, I wasn't scared of that number on the road against the Rams, not just because of I, I think there's going to be regression for the Rams, but it more so is what you said. Look at the Buffalo Bills and show me a weakness. They didn't play with Tredavious White, 
by the way, America, last night. That's their best corner. One of the best corners in the league. And he was out. And they still had no problem. Cooper Cup got his. Nobody else got anything. So I think that's kind of the game plan against the Rams, too. Take away. Give, give Cup all he wants, all the underneath stuff. That's great. He'll make plays. He's great. But you look at the schedule for the Buffalo Bills. Okay. At the Chiefs, perhaps? They could be two-point dogs? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. It remains to be seen. I mean, that game six weeks out. Tennessee at home, at the Dolphins, at the Ravens, Steelers, and at Chiefs. Those are going to be a couple of tough games. I, I still am going to stick with my Baltimore pick, but based on what I've seen so far out of Buffalo, it's going to be hard to go against them. Um, when you look at this Bills team mm-hmm. and the way they performed, it reminded me a little bit of Georgia, what we saw against Oregon. You go, right. okay, you know what? Ducks are a top 25 team. Uh, they got 14 starters back. They should be pretty effective. And then Georgia went in there and just absolutely curb stomped them. And that's exactly what Buffalo did. I think there were a couple of mistakes. They fumbled the ball. Um, you had the couple of interceptions, which we referenced. But the reality was you, you normally look for an error with the quarterback in terms of passing or plays. You go, this guy, Josh Allen, looks like plays like this for 17 games. He is a unanimous league MVP. Uh, right, correct. That race already. And you talked about it yesterday. It was one of our pro tips, and it's a great pro tip. Prime time. That's the first impression yeah. that the voting, that the, the betting market's going to have on the MVP. And you see Josh Allen, you're going to go, my goodness, what's not to like? And again, he did have one pick that was on him. And the other ones clearly was not on him. That was a ball right in his receiver's hands. He drops it. And the, the linebacker rips it away. 12 and a half the over at minus a dollar, uh, a dollar five right now. That's adjusted. So this looks like a 13-win team because, again, you look at 17 games, you might be dogs in one, maybe at Cincinnati. We'll find out what the Bengals look like at the end of the year. But this adjusted win total, we're going to talk a lot about this as the season goes on with adjusted win totals. Man, 13 at minus five right now feels like something you could jump on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm necessarily enamored to go with that number, but, Dave, I, I don't see too many scenarios where you look at the That's team. That's to lose four games. Well, they got to lose five to get right, beat, right? right? With four, yeah. you still win. Yeah, you still win and with like, four. Yeah, lose four games. That team's gonna lose four games. Like, but, uh, but is it an overreaction based on the fact maybe the Rams aren't as good as we thought? Because Jalen Ramsey, yeah. I mean, you talk about getting toasted, boy. I mean, he was like the desert weather out here. I mean, <laughs> he gives up what six for seven? Uh, I forgot how many yards, two touchdown passes, and a perfect. 158.3 quarterback rating against. And I believe it's the first time he's ever given up over 100 yards and two touchdowns in the primary receiver that he had. That was Steph Diggs, who absolutely torched him last night. So, you, you look, or, uh, yeah, Diggs had one of those, I believe. not Maybe not two. But, you know, Allen was sensational. Diggs couldn't be stopped. Jalen had no answer. Donald got his sack early in the first half. He was kind of uh, noncommittal the rest of the way there. Look, I talked to I watched the game with Tyler Fulgham. He's a resident Ram fan. Check him out over there at ESPN. And I said, I'm like, I'm trying not to have too much fun at his expense watching the game. But I'm like, you've got concerns. He's like, no, I'm not that concerned with the Rams. Maybe not an overreaction. He believes they're going to get Odell Beckham Jr. later on in the year. But right now, there's no way I'm diving into the Rams, even at the good price point at plus a dollar fifty-five. By the way, they were a twelve and five team last year. Now the adjusted win total is ten and a half. 11 and six to win your wager if you want to bet the Rams over. So, I'm, okay, good luck with that. I'm not as familiar with the Rams as your buddy is because he follows them and he's a fan. But what position does OBJ play? Right, wide oh, receiver. Oh, he's not an offensive lineman. No. Oh, okay. Seven well, you, you might want to block. You know what? Listen, you could have the best receivers in the world. It doesn't make a difference. Why do you think Tua has struggled in the National Football League? Because mm-hmm. in Alabama, he had time to order breakfast, lunch, and dinner back there <laughs> and wait till everybody got open. That's the same scenario. Now you look at Matthew Stafford. He doesn't realize, hey, welcome back to the Detroit days. Right? And by the way, no blooms in there playing left tackle uh, for Whitworth, who retired. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Von Miller had his way. Von Miller looked like he turned back the clock and was a 20-year-old kid. He had a couple sacks last night as well. Yeah, Von Miller's contract for six years looks justified based on one game. Let's give it another 16 before we uh, would have signed him for six years. So that was the uh, the big uh, question mark yesterday was that offensive line for the Rams. It was not answered. So we'll see what Sean McVay and company do from there. But again, Buffalo Bills backers, by the way, at DraftKings right now, still minus 240 to win the AFC East. It didn't move. So it might move. I'm just saying if you want to hop on there right now, that line is available if you think they're going to – uh, win the East. Again, nobody else in the East has played, so we'll find out how those teams look. There is big news out of Major League Baseball that I wanted to bring to your attention. 
Now, this is the competition committee. They voted to implement a pitch clock and ban defensive shifts starting in 2023, sources tell ESPN. It's official that the 15-second clock with bases empty, uh, 20 seconds with runners on, and two fielders on each side of the second base bag, both feet have to be on the dirt. You can't be in the grass. I'm all, get in here. Got to be on the dirt. Now, I have one point of consternation you'll learn quickly about me. I don't believe there should be anything called illegal defense in any major sport, period. I don't think in the NBA, if you want to put five guys in the lane, fine, beat it. I don't think there should be a rule that says you can't defend us thusly because it's unfair to the offense. That is a joke where scoring is paramount everywhere. I don't like this rule of Major League Baseball. I don't like it in the NBA. And really, in any major sport, there should be no such thing, in my opinion, as illegal defense. I completely agree with you. Allow teams to play however they want. So now you can't bring in five infielders in a scenario late in the game like teams do when you're tied in a game where you've got to get the runner out at home. Is that unbelievable? I mean, to me, you know, Manfred, I mean, this guy is just absolutely killing the sport. Yes! This, this doesn't make any sense. By the way, whenever you a sack fly, or you, you bring in the outfielders, right, to get the extra infield, because, look, a long five ball is going to beat us anyway. An extra, now you, you can't do that? I mean, it's strategy. Beat the strategies. First, well, first of all, you could, you could easily destroy the shift. All you have to do is bunt against it. And Anthony Rizzo seems to be the only guy smart enough in baseball to understand that. You could sit there and bunt every time for a base hit. And you don't even have to be good at bunting. You don't have to be Brett Butler or one of these guys, Otis Nixon, that can lay down amazing bunts. You just got to put the ball in the area code between second and third base. What do you think Rod Carew would hit with the shift? A million? Uh, uh, him and Tony Gwynn. I mean, they, they, Tony Gwynn, they'd never, they'd never make outs. <laughs> like, you just want me to place the ball? That's all I have to do? Because you're idiot enough to put all these guys on one side of the field? Like, to me, this is idiotic. I get it. They're trying to speed up the game. But, Amal, here's my thing. You're doing this to try to get millennials. You're trying to get people that don't like to sit and watch your sport. Well, I've got news for you. Speeding it up 20 to 15 seconds, I don't think that's going to do it. The sport is the sport. And if if younger people aren't drawn to baseball, I don't know that this is going to help. Well, I don't think this is going to help, and I agree with you there. I think the a couple of changes I would make is I would reduce the regular season from 162 to about 140, have the regular season end on Labor Day, and then start the postseason because you have a hard time when the NFL and college football really get into the crux of their season in yes. October. It's a great point. The scheduling of it is why people tune away come September because yeah. college football and, of course, the NFL starts. The other thing is when they do these double dips and they play seven innings, why don't you just put kegs in the outfield? What is this, softball? Like, what do we, we – let's give the people less of our product. That's your marketing strategy for Major League Baseball. Let's give less – of what we do, just give you seven innings, and that'll suffice? What? Who came up with that? Like, how is this good for – let's put Ghost Runners on when we get to extra I, innings. I, I hate the Ghost Runner. I'll tell you, the short, the way to shorten the game is stop having everyone, everyone go full Nomar Garcia-Para when they step out of the batter's box. Loves. Like, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, they do all this. Y- you know, yeah, you can speed up that. Like, hitters, get in the box quicker. I'm with you on that. that that's the biggest thing. Well, that's what baseball is going to do. We'll find out if that's all that cures Major League Baseball if they're looking for more ratings to compete with the NFL and college football. Ratings? I didn't even know they qualify. <laughs> when we come back, we'll touch on the U.S. Open and also college football. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on a Friday on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus, Best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Sign up early and for a discount of $175, you're going to receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl or join for up to $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the sports betting network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. Again, Galvin Watkins is going to join us at the beginning of hour number two to talk all things Bucks and Cowboys there is calamity right now going on here in Las Vegas with UFC 279. I'm going to go over to, to Circa after this show is done and, and talk first strike with the guys. Who knows if we're going to have a main event? As we speak, Kazmaj Chimaev against Nate Diaz. He weighed in seven and a half pounds over the 170-pound limit. So he's got an hour to lose the weight. As we speak right now, <laughs> he's going to try to drop seven and a half pounds. Kelly, can you tell me what do you think right now Chimaev is doing to try to lose Eight pounds in an hour. Uh, I bet you he's sitting somewhere uh, eating a nice lunch in Las Vegas, no, having, a, having a drink. He's like, what am I going to do? I'm lose eight pounds. Can't I can't lose that. eight pounds in a year. You're going to try to do it in an hour? <laughs> no, he's going to go in the steam room and start doing push-ups. <laughs> so we'll find out if that main event for UFC 279 is going to even happen, if it's at a catch weight, how that's going to work out. This is when Dana White earns his money, by the way, to try to keep this card together for tomorrow night here in Las Vegas. Let's talk U.S. Open here very quickly with the men's semis. And uh, Karen uh, Hatchinov is going to take on Kasper Rude. And Kasper right now is almost a $2 betting favorite uh, against uh, Karen, who is plus $1.60. Uh, Alcaraz in, in one of the best matches that I've seen to get by center in the five-setter that went to almost 3 o'clock in the morning in New York City is going to take on the story of the tournament so far, the DMV stand-up for Francis Tiafo <laughs> as he is now plus $1.60. What do you make of Alcaraz laying $2 after, as you mentioned yesterday, almost 10 hours of court time in his last two matches? Yeah, I just couldn't take Carlos in this spot. Tiafo is really playing the best tennis of his life. His last two matches, he has been absolutely unbelievable. Um, for me, this is going to be one to watch. I can't wait. I think Alcaraz will get through, but Francis will have the crowd behind him. You know, that's why he's playing in prime time. This should be a great matchup tonight. I hope we wind up with a four or five setter. You think though that Alcaraz is the rightful two to one betting favorite? Because I think the, it should be about one fifty. One fifty. Yeah. What do you make of the legs? Look, women weaken legs, as Mickey told Rocky back in the original, right? But this is a nineteen-year-old kid in Alcaraz. Can you play ten hours of grueling tennis in New York City with that spotlight, and then still have the legs to take on Tiafo, 
who straight sets cruised last time out, so he's got all the rest in the world. Yeah, he went two hours and 40 minutes, 239 to be exact, against Andre Rublev. Uh, had a nice four-setter against Rafa, uh, take, getting a double break in that thir- uh, fourth and final set. It's definitely going to be a little bit of a factor if the match goes on long. Look, I get you got d- days in between, but think about this. That match ended at 3 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. By the time you get to bed, it's probably, if you're lucky, five. No, no chance. Six, six thirty, maybe seven o'clock. Just think about it. Well, you're you're hungry. You're hungry. You you're leave exhausted. in the locker room. You you might still have. I don't know if they have press obligations at that time. Oh man! But because it's a global sport, you may still have those obligations. Um, by the time you leave the USTA, it's probably somewhere around four thirty, quarter to five. Oh, so he's not even out of there. He, right. He's, he's still at Arthur Ashe. Doing because you do have to go back yeah. and do some media. You know, he's, he's from Spain, of course. I'm yeah, sure absolutely, his countrymen right? and women want to hear from Especially him. Especially with the run he's having without uh, Rafa in there. So there's no question about it. I mean, that's a little bit of a factor. I, I just think it's a challenge. Tiafo's going to have everyone pulling for him there because, yeah. you know, since Andy Roddick in 03, there hasn't been an American that's won here at Flushing. And he's just down to 95. All you got to do is get to D.C. in four hours. They had a watch party for him. It was pretty cool in D.C. I saw on TV. Pretty cool. So let's see if Tiafo can get through. But you're right. Oh, to be 19 again, like uh, Carlos Alcaraz and still have those legs. Very quickly, uh, with uh, Rude, almost again a $2 betting favorite. Do you think that is priced properly? Or do you think, uh, after we've seen so far from the underdog here, plus $1.60, do you think uh, Hatchinoff can get, make this competitive? I think he can. Yeah, not only can he make it competitive, I think he can pull the upset for sure, just saying based on pricing. But I think Casper Rude is a guy that has more consistency. The longer the rally goes, I would favor Rude in this one. It, I Look, I, who doesn't love football in the United States? We all get that. I, I kind of wish there wasn't football to tonight. I'll be able to watch yeah. these right unencumbered. But then you get to Sunday, and it's like, man, how am I going to watch the final again? And I remember having those issues uh, back in the heyday with the Lendels and the Agassiz and the and the Connors and the McEnroes and whatever. But it's like once football starts, I wonder why they put it opposite. Could they not move it to Monday? them all and do it the day after the first week of the NFL. Wouldn't that be smarter? They used to do that when they'd have a rain out before they had the roof added on. But I, I just think that tennis has their fixed crowd. That's it. They're going to get who they're going to get. All right. So that's what we're going to get. And we'll watch those tonight. And of course the men's final on Sunday, let's get to college football tonight. I'm And I know you've already done uh, yeoman's work and looking at some of these numbers. UCF is going to lay six against the Ville. Now this number has grown since what we saw Louisville, the L, do at Syracuse last week. And what I mean by do is not much. So now all of a sudden they're going to get six. Do you, do you like them in a bounce back spot here? Do you think, no, I saw enough that this team might not be very good. Well, the bigger issue is to me when I look at Plumlee, um, he, he's a terrific quarterback, had a great game, first game for UCF. Now that was a tune-up. But the reality of it is Malzahn's offense is going to present some challenges. Malik Cunningham and company will be able to move the ball. But the, the complete drives. His passing wasn't great. Remember, they lost Harrell, who transferred down to uh, Alabama. That's a big blow in terms of what he was able to do in the slot for them. I just don't think Louisville's got enough talent from an offensive standpoint. If a team like Syracuse, no disrespect, Dave, can hold you to seven points, to quote Dabo Sweeney, them boys are in trouble. <laughs> By the way, when somebody says uh, no disrespect, it's coming. The disrespect is coming. Yeah, I'm right actually at, surprised right? knowing myself that I said that. I just go straight into it normally. <laughs> and normally when somebody says that, I just go none taken. Because like, you, you know you don't. It's not personal. It's about the program. But you're, you're right. I mean, look, I didn't play Syracuse last week. Even though Steve Mackin's numbers that we gave you uh, leading up to that game led you to take Cuse against the Ville. I, I'd be worried about uh, Louisville going forward here. When you look at that lackluster, now you go to UCF, you're staring at 0-2, you know, right out of the start of the season. I wonder what type of year it's going to be down there. You're absolutely right. I thought Scott Satterfield was his guy. I said I would have fired him during the Navy game a couple of years ago when he didn't have his guys lined up up by 18 for an onside kick. The Navy just picked up very easily. To me, um, they just are not going in the right direction. That's why some of these coaching hires are so crucial. Yeah. You know, especially for the mid-major schools. You could be, uh, you know, on that step where the precipice of becoming great, and then all of a sudden you lose that coach to go somewhere else, like Jeff Brown went to Purdue. Now, all of a sudden, we've seen this team regress immensely. Yeah, so let's see if, if Louisville can make it competitive against UCF right now. Uh, UCF will be laying six at home. Boise, they're going to go on the road to New Mexico, and they're going to lay a big number. They're going to lay 17. Here's what surprises me when you do the correlated play. Look at the total. The total is 44. So we're not expecting a lot of points, i.e., will, how much would New Mexico score? Amal, how do you break this one down? Boise, not really impressive at home in week one. 
this might not be your father's Boise State Broncos anymore. Yeah, they've had too many coaching change over, changes over the year. You think back, Dan Hawkins, actually Dirk Cutter really yeah. got this thing on track. Then Dan Hawkins, we saw Peterson in there. We've seen other coaches as well that have all moved on from there. Brian Harson went to Auburn. Uh, so you've seen the success that guys have had. But now, they finally made a good move, which is to replace Hank Bachmeyer, at quarterback. They bring in Green. He's got some good mobility. He was fairly accurate throwing the ball against Oregon State, but they look like they were completely outclassed in that game. Now here's an opportunity. You're going to go into Albuquerque, this UNM team coming off of a good win. A win. I, th- I think they played somebody like Maine or somebody mm-hmm. like that in their first game. But I'm just not going to touch this game. I've got to see more consistency out of the Broncos before I back them. And I just don't – I can't take the Lobos. Yeah, that that would be the problem for me is taking the 17 with the home dog. Getting back very quickly uh, to Boise, you know, they were kind of the novelty for a long time because of the blue field. Yeah. And then you realize there was substance. It wasn't just a novelty. The, the, the programs were pretty solid for years, right? What has to be the identity now for Boise State to not just become a novelty again? Yeah, I think it's a great point, and I'm not sure what it is. We'll see what happens with this team going forward. I think Boise's the kind of team they were able to deliver a punch against Oklahoma. Yeah. And when Oregon came to town, we found out they couldn't take a punch. Not, not at all. LeGarrette <laughs> <laughs> Blount, great reference. Uh, very quickly, let's dip into our toe into the Saturday card very quickly. The Wake Forest-Vanderbilt game could be intriguing. Now, I believe good news for Wake Forest, the quarterback. Uh, you're going to lay 13 on the road. Vandy... Looks really impressive out there in the Big Island against Hawaii, uh, and I think maybe surprised a lot of people that had, had Hawaii in the points in that one. Yeah, absolutely. The the Doors actually went in there and took care of business against the Warriors, but I think the Warriors are going to struggle all year long. Now, Sam Hartman, elite-level quarterback, is going to be back for the Demon Deacons in this one. Let's see how he plays. He's coming off of a blood clot issue that was expected to keep him out a lot longer than it has. They're laying 13 here, Dave. I don't like this number at 13. The one thing I would point towards is this total. 65, it's Ooh. a good number if you like it over. I mean, 66 becomes a little bit more precarious because now you're talking nine touchdowns and a field goal. I, I like this game over. I, I think Wake Forest's offense is going to continue to flourish. They'll be in the high 30s to low 40s. Can the Doors do their part and score 20-something points? Okay, I'm going to circle that one on my on my sheet here. Over 65, kind of like that play. When we come back, more college football. We'll dive into those numbers on Saturday. And also breaking news out of Dallas. It's not great breaking news. I'll discuss and describe them all. What's going on down there in the Lone Star State. When you come back with us here on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a bit different. Everyone is on their own journey, but whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards Zen and towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We'll dip back into the college football in just a second. I mentioned some breaking news. It kind of broke yesterday in Dallas, but it was much more subtle. Today, it's getting a little bit more attention. Now, yesterday, Clarence Hill Jr., blue verified checkmark on Twitter. He said that with Star Telegram. There you go. He had left practice yesterday because of an issue with a surgically repaired ankle caused by the Jordan 11s he was wearing in practice. Prescott said he's fine. He won't be limited on Sunday. Well, Dak said yesterday, I'm doing great. Promise. Just being very precautious. Switching shoes today probably wasn't the best idea. We're good to go. Promise that. That's the end quote. Today, uh, this is from John Makata, Blue Verified Checkmark. He says, Mike McCarthy said, I just saw him this morning, Dak. He's doing fine. Just being cautious. Anytime something happens close to where we, he had the injury, you have to look at it and be smart. It's not a big deal. Saying he will be a full participant. Now, didn't they tell us all about Matthew Stafford all summer? He's good. Don't worry about a thing. Be ready to go. Did you watch Matthew Stafford last night? Did he look good to you? Did he look healthy? Did the elbow look fine? Like, these are the things as betters. This information, of course the team's going to come out and say, we're good. It was just the Jordan 11s. I was just switching shoes. Maybe we got to put on some Reeboks. 
I don't think that's the issue. I think uh, when you look at Stafford, I think it's the offensive line. But in terms of Dallas, they're going to need him. And you have a concern because you lose uh, Tyron Smith on the left off, a left tackle on the offensive line. That's a huge blow. So we'll find out real quick what he is. I know, Dave, you probably have him as probably the third greatest quarterback of all time behind Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach. But for the rest of us that actually don't uh, subscribe to the blue Kool-Aid, we realize that Dakota Prescott is just another guy. What a shot at Tony Romo. Where does he fall right. in there? First of all, Kelly, can you have that last part stricken from the record? <laughs> you just have that, that erased forever and ever. Hey, the jury heard it. That's all we need to know. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? I will say this. You're spot on with, with Tyron Smith, right? Now they're going to play. We're going to talk much more about this uh, with Calvin Watkins in hour number two. But you've seen the line shift a little bit in, in the way of the Buccaneers. I mentioned off the top that there's a report out today that Tom Brady right now is not – living with his wife there and they are not cohabitating, if you will, that they're having issues over Tom coming back and playing football. I don't know how you handicap that stuff, but you got one guy in Tampa, not happy wife, happy life right now. He's got issues in the offensive line. You got another guy, the Jordan 11s aren't working out very well, and he's got issues on the offensive line. Here's the, what we're talking about here. There's a report that Brady and his wife, Giselle, living separately as they, quote, hit a rough patch. In their marriage. I've never been married. I don't know that I'll ever get married. This is more evidence to me that I don't need to get married. Because if you're Tom Brady and you're trying to play one more year, honey, it's just one more year. And she's like, apparently the report is, Maul, she was thrilled when he retired. Not so thrilled when he came back after 40 days and 40 nights. Does this affect the mentality of Thomas Edward Peter Michael Brady the fourth? before he plays his first snap this year? Without question. I mean, this is life-altering events, right? You know, if you look at most people's uh, kind of their sick days or their leave times on their insurance plans and everything included, you have death, you have divorce, you have these types of things, childbirth, all these things are included in there. And I think that's one of those things where you get to take a little bit of leave or what have you. All I'm saying is it's going to have a bit of an impact on him. Um, I, I think it's going to be tough. I want to ask you, because I knew we were going to get to this story today. Um, I was in Dallas when Dirk had the, the, it was a woman who was fraudulent that he was dating or yes. whatever. I was never a guy that would ever ask anybody about their private life. No, as a reporter, people do it all the time. I mean, you're actually, this, like this is the TMZ world we live in now. No, but even still to me today or not, I just don't think it's my place to do that. I agree. It, it's, you know, the player's the player. You want to ask him something basketball related. You had a dust up with the, like Kevin Durant, you had an issue with, uh, Steve Nash and Sean Marks. What's the issue? I think that's fair game. But if if somebody's going through a personal issue, I, I don't think it's the place of the reporter to ask that person. Like when the Mavericks, and you remember this well, when apparently all the Mavs were dating Tony Braxton at one point. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Jackson and Jason Kidd, right. yes. So I don't think the question could be, are you dating Tony Braxton? And then go to the other guy and say, are you dating Tony Braxton? Right. You could say, "Is every, are you guys cool? Right? Are you guys absolutely? Oh, because that affects the team. And, no question. And certainly betting lines out there. No question. So I think you could ask Tom Brady – Hey, is are you is your mind singularly yeah. focused on football without saying are you having problems with Giselle? Yeah, the the other problem is though you know the answer you're going to get. What's the answer going to be? Yeah, 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 of course I'm ready to go. Can't wait. Looking forward to playing Dallas. I know they got a tough defense. We got to be ready. We got to execute on third down. We can't turn the football over. We got to convert in the red zone. Very good, counselor. <laughs> now I will say this: he did apparently tell Jim Gray on his uh, he does a radio spot with Jim Gray every week. And he, without saying that he's having problems, he said he is he's having problems. He said, hey, there's no, like, perfect ride, and you hit patches in the road. So all these – he didn't say that was Giselle. It was, like, a life metaphor. So if you're back in the box going forward, I mean, you have to take this into account. I'm not saying he's going to walk away. But if your choice is one more year with a terrible offensive line and I'm going to get hit like a rag doll back there potentially all year or – the rest of my life with my wife and kids, he might just say, you know what, kids? Deuces, I'm out. You know what Pete Rose's biggest crime was? Not not betting on baseball. The opportunity at the All-Star game to knock the hell out of uh, Jim Gray. Did didn't you bet do on it. baseball? <laughs> I don't care if he did think, or didn't at this point in time. All I'm saying is the right time to do society a favor with Jim Gray. Give me a break. I, I still, yeah, I was like, whoa. I, that, was, uh, that was an interesting choice in that time. Uh, so we'll talk more about that at the top of the hour. What's going on with the Buccaneers and the Cowboys? Let's get back to that Saturday slate in college football. The shoe should be live as Ohio State is going to 
welcome in Arkansas State. Now, look, if you want to get in on this game, well, if you think Arkansas State can pull the outright upset, what, what are those numbers? There's too many zeros there for me. 30,000. Bet 100, you win 30,000. 30 k for the upset. This Would this be bigger than App State beating Michigan in the shoe? Excuse me, in the big house. As Bueller would say, nine times bigger. Okay. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> so you got, yeah, I don't think Michigan was a 44 and a half point favorite over Arkansas State. Uh, what do you do here if you're Ryan Day? Because the point isn't for Ryan Day to cover the number, right? The point for Ryan Day is to play as many guys as he probably can, right? Yeah, I think you got to get guys in there. Uh, the offense has got to find some continuity. Uh, I don't know if Kelly's got a first half number on this yet. But this is one I would look at. The other thing I would point to is I like the under in this game. Mm. I think Ohio State will score in the 50s. But I think Arkansas State's going to struggle to get past 10. Yeah, and look, Ohio State's defense, as we saw week one against yeah. Notre Dame, it, it looks much better now I agree. with Knowles running that defense. Uh, let's get to Alabama against Texas. Now, I'm a little bit surprised. Unless, Kelly, did you find a first-half number? 28. 28 for Ohio State. What do you think, Mom? With a total of 38. Oof. Well, do the math there. 28-10, <laughs> if you think that wouldn't cover. So you'd have sure. to get 38 Maybe by yourself if you're Ohio State. I, I got to tell you, that's a high second half total of 31 then because the Buckeyes, when you get in the third quarter, think about the Alabama game, right? They scored in their first nine possessions, and seven touchdowns, two. Yeah, and that's what Nick Saban does. And yeah. I think Ryan Day, he'll be running some fullback dives. Now, you can't account for if somebody peels off a 75-yard run. If that's you can't tackle on the yeah, inside, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I'm with you. Maybe the first half would be more in play than overall. Exactly. Because they could call off the dogs for sure. You know, this Bama-Texas game really hasn't moved now. I, I got Bama at 20 and a half, and I thought, you know, earlier in the week thinking the number would go up. It hasn't. It stayed at 20. I, I don't know if this is – we're going to get late Bama money coming in here, but again, what do you make of the line really not moving because are, are people rushing to the window to back the Longhorns at home, at home here? You know, I think it's a good indicator that the line is where most people think it should be. I think Alabama will have their way. The one thing I'm hoping for, I didn't touch this game, won't play it, but I'm hoping for an in-game opportunity on the Crimson Tide. Maybe they fall behind early with a turnover or a Texas Bijan Robinson run. I just think it's going to be tough. I don't know if they've got the horses to be able to really compete against Alabama. Not from an offensive standpoint against the Bama defense, which probably is the best in the country. But I'm really concerned about the Texas defense going up against the, uh, um, excuse me, against the Alabama offense. Well, out of those, when you look at Bijan, you look at Bryce, and you look at Will Anderson, who's the best of those three at the next level? Uh, you said Bryce, give me the I'll name, Bijan. Bijan for Texas. Yeah. I'll give you Bryce, and I'll give you Will Anderson for uh, from the defensive side for, for Alabama. Who's, who's, the, who's the best pro? My opinion, Bijan Robinson. Uh, by the way, you saw some of my plays that I've got on Saturday. And a lot of those, by the way, people, I hope you're listening and watching all week long. It's from picking your brain. It's from talking to our experts. It's formulating where I think the lines are going to go and where I can find value on those. So again, I, I like Air Force laying the 17 East Carolina. That's against Old Dominion here. Yeah. I think Old Dominion's ready for a letdown. I did take Kentucky. Amal, go ahead. I love your ECU play. I think this OD ODU team is really going to struggle offensively. They're not going to get gifted five turnovers like they were at home in Richmond against the Hokies. And I'm fading my Syracuse Orange. I'm taking UConn plus the 23, and I do like Notre Dame laying the 20 at home against Marshall. When we come back, more college football galore on a Friday here in Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all of your football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and much more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you. Win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It is a whole new game. Back alongside of Shaw, I'm Dave Ross. We roll on with Big Bets here on a Friday and on a Friday, and people will get to know us as we continue down the season. We're going to be talking a lot of football, college, NFL, as we prime you for the weekend to get ready. And I showed you uh, my plays in the last block of all, and this is not to uh, increase your ego. But a lot of it is from our conversations that we'll have early in the week. And, of course, we'll have experts on uh, throughout the week on the various shows we do. And then I try to find those good numbers that correlate where my head is at. And I think that's a smart practice to get into yeah. is that instead of doing everything on your own, like I, I'm headstrong about X pick, listen to other people like them all who have been in this business for a long time, very sharp people. And then if it correlates with where your head is, like the ECU ODU game, then I think you fire if you feel like you got the right number. Yeah, I think you make a good point. You know, you can definitely take into consideration different uh, perspectives. Uh, but if you're, you know, steadfast in your position, don't be afraid to take a game, even, even if it conflicts with somebody else. A lot of it's predicated upon what you feel or how a matchup aligns for you. There you go. So I think that's very good betting advice, certainly if you're new to the space uh, in college and or the NFL. Let's get back to college. South Kakalaki is going to take on Arkansas this weekend. And Sam Pittman, you're going to lay nine down there with, with Pig Suey. What do you make of the Hogs? Because uh, it was a, a win. I don't believe they covered week one. I think it was seven and a half against Cincinnati. They won by seven. Uh, so, obviously, the odds makers out here had that one pegged perfectly with that tight line. What do you make of this one going up against uh, the younger Beamer? Uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I give the edge to Pig Suey at home. I thought that was a very physical game against Cincinnati. Turnovers were crucial in that one. Uh, South Carolina, I want to see a little bit more out of them. They, they got the first win of the season, 35-14 against Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, this is a game that's going to be a real challenge going into Northwest Arkansas and Fayetteville. Uh, I, I think the Razorbacks cover this number. Not going to play this game. Okay, they're laying the nine here in that uh, home contest after that big Cincinnati win a week ago. Houston against Texas Tech. Now, we had uh, Tim Brando on earlier this week. He's going to be calling this game. And you look at Houston on the road here. And they are going to be getting four now against uh, Guns Up here with the Red Raiders. Oof, that that feels like it's gone up a little bit as the week has gone up. Uh, Houston, I do believe, is still ranked. You can throw the rankings a lot of times out of the window. If, if some people are going to look at the number and go, wait, Houston's ranked, Texas Tech isn't. How are they favored by four? Do you think this is the right number as it's gone up just a tad here for Texas Tech? Yeah, it has. And, uh, you know, my one concern for the Red Raiders is, remember Tyler showed the Oregon transfers injured. He's going to miss about two weeks. And so now you've got Donovan Smith taking over. How effective will he be? 
Look, I know Houston struggled in that first half. Clayton, Toon, and company couldn't get it going. Mm-hmm. They're without Amal McCaskill for the season at the tailback position. I think they'll be just fine. They got it going in the second half. The defense stepped up. I like Daniel Holgerson as a very good offensive coach, in my opinion. Uh, this is going to be an interesting watch, uh, matchup here for Joey McGuire and company. Um, I would go with the Cougs here catching for big game for them because if they win this game, they've got an opportunity now to be a dark horse team. I don't think they'll make the playoff because you've got too many elite teams at the top, but I think they're a team that will be able to move through the American. Can they knock off Cincinnati and UCF and capture the crown? Uh, the total is 62 and a half here, Amal. I, I don't know. You know more about Texas Tech and the way they're running their offense. Is it still an air raid type system, or have they slowed it down as the years have gone on? Air raid offensively and 3-3-5 scheme defensively, but this team will be a challenge in terms of uh, being slowed down by Houston. But I think the Cougars are going to be up to the task in terms of maybe keeping them at bay. You can keep them under 30. I think the Cougs got a chance of getting out of Lubbock with a win. Okay, this should be an interesting one, catching four there on the road. Uh, possibly the game of the day. I know a lot of people are going to be watching Alabama and Texas, but maybe the most competitive game could be number 20, Kentucky, against number 12, Florida. Now, we saw Anthony Richardson last week, and really his Heisman uh, numbers shot up, I believe, to 20-1, to as short in some places now after that performance against Utah a week ago. And now you come right back in the swamp for Billy Napier and company, and you welcome in Kentucky – Five, five and a half pretty much all week long. Uh, now it's up to six. So, again, I played Kentucky at a worse number. I got them at five. I didn't realize the number would go up here as the week has gone up. But I got to think this is people now saying, I believe in Florida after what I saw against Utah. Yeah, I'm going to take Big Blue Nation here. I think Mark Stoops is a terrific defensive coach. Uh, will Levis and company, we'll see how he does offensively. And one of my favorite names in college football, the tailback for Big Blue, Cavassier Smoke. Uh, oh, I think he's going to, I mean, this guy, he's going to have to ball out. And I think if you're Kentucky, you want to control the line of scrimmage on both sides. Everybody wants to, but it's more important for Kentucky because if you allow Anthony Richardson to run loose, then they're going to be in trouble. They're going to be going back to Lexington with a loss. I don't know who wins the game, Dave, but I feel like it's going to be a 24-20, uh, 27-24 type of game. I think it's going to come down to one possession. And that's how, that's why I took Kentucky in the yeah. points early in the week, so I'm with you. I think it's a field goal type game. Very quickly, People now are really starting to get in on Anthony Richardson nationwide. Mm-hmm. When you look at him, is there an equivalent that you see in the NFL, or is he in hi- a hybrid of what you've seen in the NFL? Yeah, you know, uh, Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher asked me this earlier today, and they were saying uh, Vince Young and Cam Newton. I, I actually disagree with that. I'd say Josh Allen. Mm. And the reason I say that is not tremendously accurate in college, but he can get better. Great, great runner, really presents some problems. And then the size. Because Josh Allen's a big guy, 6'5", 240, 245. He's a horse. Anthony Richardson's that same build. He's actually bigger than uh, a BY, um, comparable to Cam and Josh Allen. And I, I think he – I'm not saying he's going to project out to be that good, but if he can improve his accuracy over time, he's got that capability. I will say this. He might want to get with uh, Jordan Palmer because that's exactly what Josh Allen did coming out of the draft out of Wyoming. And normally quarterbacks don't get more accurate, to your point. He did. Yeah. So it is, it's not that you can't do it. It can be done. But you've got to put in the work. Uh, Josh Allen's put in the work. Let's see if uh, Richardson can do that. But right now, he is the buzz of college football. Arizona State uh, forks up here against Oklahoma State. Boy, you lose Jim Knowles, and all of a sudden you give up a ton of points in week one. A ton of yards as well, but you do get the dub. Now you're going to lay 11.5 against the forks. And look at the total, 58 by the way, they covered the, the the game total week one in the first half. Yeah. That's how bad the defenses were in week one. Do we see Oklahoma State and you know Gundy say, all right, not on my watch. We're not we're not gonna play this uh, open style and let teams go up and down the field against us. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm not sure what Arizona State is, but I'm not a big fan of where this offense is going for uh the Sun Devils. They've got uh the transfer from Florida in there. Kelly, help me out. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Emery uh Emory Jones, right? Emory yeah, Jones, yeah. yeah. Uh, Emory Jones from Florida State, uh, from Florida, transfers in to Arizona State. Really not a great passer, but not accurate enough. I think Spencer Sanders and company go wild in this game. Mm. I think they're going to be able to cover the number here. I think Oklahoma State's offense has got just got a little bit too much firepower for the Sun Devils. All right, so we'll see how that one plays out. Amal, I have to ask you, what's your deal? My deal is that I think USC's offense is vastly overrated. <laughs> if people don't get the reference. That's the classic SC-Stanford game that's going to live on for infamy. Pete Carroll and Jim Harwell, what's your deal? What's your deal? So now SC is going to lay eight. And by the way, that was what I loved about that, that contest. That was in the Rose Bowl, right? That was uh, at the Coliseum. At the Coliseum. 
And Stanford put up a number. I mean, Harbs ran it up on Carroll. And that's when Pete did the old, what's your deal? Harbaugh comes right back. What's your deal? Is SD going to run it up on the tree and get revenge for Pete Carroll? Uh, I don't think so. But uh, your point, uh, Stanford scored to make it 48, and they went for two. <laughs> and uh, in the immortal words of the great Woody Hayes, um, Coach, why'd you go for two? Because we couldn't go for three. <laughs> but I, I love, like, to me, pettiness in, in, with coaches, I love it. I'm here for it. Like, all day, bring it. Like, yeah, you're right. Go for two, sure. Maybe you let me do an onside kick, fine. I know people think that's Bush, but I like it. If you don't like the other guy across the, the field from you, do what you want to do if they can't stop it. Yeah, I don't disagree with you to a certain extent, but my argument would be why kind of add fuel to the fire for the following season when you're going to play this team? You know, it's like Michigan won one game against Ohio State. All of a sudden, these guys are talking like they're rolled tied. And for me, it's like, why would you want to hype them up when you remember these are the guys that opted out of the game in Columbus because they were so scared. Now, all of a sudden, a bunch of tough guys. I mean, give me a break. So, uh, all I'm saying is there's certain times you don't want to poke the bear. Yeah, and that, that bear might have been poked. We'll see if SC can uh, get some revenge from back in the day. Baylor against BYU uh, ranked teams in this one here. Uh, and right now, Baylor, Dave Aranda, going to take that really good defense uh, to BYU. BYU's laying three at home. Is this uh, is this number right to you? It, this is absolutely right. This should probably be the premier game of the day. Can't wait for 10-15 Eastern, 7-15 uh, on the West Coast. Didn't take this game. But real quick, I want to go back to the Stanford game. Okay. Um, I didn't touch this game, but the one thing you want to pay attention to, how effective is USC's run defense against Stanford's running game? Because to me, three of the first four possessions, Rice was able to gain over 60 yards on three of the first four drives. Mm -hmm. I said all along, Alex Grinch is the example of the Peter Principle. Moving your way up to the lowest, uh, your highest level of incompetency. Very quickly for the pro tip for the hour, you gave it out in the Ohio State game. When you got big numbers like this, watch out for the back door in the second half. The starters might not be playing, probably won't be playing. You could get backdoored there. So maybe you want to look at the Buckeyes in the first half with those teams with really big spreads and games that should not be competitive. When we come back, Calvin Watkinson is going to join the program, talk all things Cowboys and Bucks. Come on back, it's Visa in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.